Welcome to another installment of Money You Should Ask. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler, and in this episode, we are going to explore, question, examine, converse, dig deep, expose, laugh, and cry about the money beliefs, money blocks, and life challenges of our next guests. Turn up the volume, listen, learn, and laugh. I'm excited today because I have some... Folks from across—I can't say from across the pond. No, it's, you can't. It's that would that would imply British. You can say um, down under. Down under. Down under. Thunder from down under. <laughs> Today I have Therese and Tennille. Clifford. Hello. How are y'all doing? Hey, fantastic. This is a mother-daughter duo. It's going to be fierce warrior women. Fierce, fierce. They um, run the performer's path um, in Sydney, Australia. Um, They also have a TCM agency, Uh um, but they are also actors, performers, singers, dancers, models... The whole thing. The whole package. You know what? We do it all. They do it all. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. And they also probably produce and do the edits and all that back stuff. But that, being actors and performers, probably helps you empathize with the actors that you work with. Completely, yeah. And you you work with actors one-on-one. You do workshops. And then occasionally you grab them and bring them to the USA, mainly Hollywood. Yes. For actors to decide if uh, Hollywood is the place for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. And we also take them to Bali where yes. they can really connect with their authentic self and then take that into their work, into their craft as performers. Yeah, as Bali, is that really just for the spas and the yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, massages? We, yeah, yeah. 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 we pretend that it's like right. yeah, we, yeah, we pretend deep. there's a lot of work to do there, yeah. but really the just going to chill out. Yeah, but both yeah. of those trips, LA or Bali, they are really just to get in touch with why we do what we do and we all sometimes just need a good intensive week to set you on yeah and get grounded you know get really grounded because it's such a challenging and often little crazy industry that we're in so why do you do what you do oh it's love it's passion it's because you know it sounds a little cliche but when i wake up each day Mm -hmm. i don't think of anything else i really want to do except to serve performing artists and guide them on their journey yeah i do it because um well, having a mum as a performer and my dad's in the industry as well, I was sort of born in to the whole industry and I've really never done anything else in my life. I've never had a plan B. I've never really thought of failure. It's just not this is just what I do and it always has been. And I didn't realise until I was older how fortunate and privileged that that is and a lot of people don't have that and they they don't figure out what they want to do until later on and sometimes that changes and all of that is great but I realised how amazing it is that I've sort of grown up and landed in my passion Mm -hmm. and so when I realized how important it is to find your passion and how hard it is for some people to find their passion Mm. I was like if I can I'm already in it like if I can show you the way of how I sit in my passion every day then that just sort of takes the if I can take the pressure off, you know, that, mm-hmm. that really yeah. makes me light up. And, and for me, being in the industry so many – well, not that many years ago, but, yes, from, you know, my time when I was to Neil's age, mm-hmm. we didn't have that support. There was really – you just get out there and you learn the hard way, you know. So having learnt it that way then enables me personally – 
to go, I've made the mistakes for you. Yeah. So now I can show you a clearer path, right. a good path for the industry. Yeah. And so is the main reason also is because there's so much money in it and there's lots yeah. of praise and adulation <laughs> and there's yes. no... Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I think that, um, oh, shit, you know, a, a few million dollar movie would be absolutely incredible. But <laughs> if you are in the industry or if you think, oh, acting would be cool because I'd love to be told how great I am. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Wrong. That is so the opposite. It's so the opposite. It's yeah. so the opposite. Yeah. And same with the earning money thing. I mean, of course, like, the ideal is that you drop into you know, being financially successful in, in a creative career. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't happen overnight. Well, there's this whole thing around actors in particular that, you know, or, or performing artists, but particularly actors where you're broke if you're right. an actor. Right. So it's about us working through those barriers with the actors as well to show them that it doesn't have to be that way. And it's also about, like, why that's... You know, it's a good question. Are you in it for that? Because that's I. That's something that we really assess when we do consulting with talent. Like, what are you doing this yeah. for? Because if it's money or fame or fame, right. which is an, an illusion, illusion. <laughs> yeah. then you know that's that's just not it. And it, you're not going to become successful by focusing on that. I mean, being a working actor, 100. percent If that brings you the money, 100. percent Yeah. But you can't go into it with those expectations. Because well, and it's even it's interesting. We were just having um, it's just having late night dinner with some friends and um one of their friends is a is a lead on a show and she was saying that the pressure sort of got to him because in the show he has to have an amazing body and he has to spend his weekends promoting the show for free and (laughs) he was sort of not prepared for all of the work yeah. That came in with yeah. being the star. Yeah. 100%. Well, it's a business. It's and a business. He's the business. Show business. You and a are lot of the people, business. Right. Yeah. No one else. You've yeah. got to step up. You've got to be accountable. Yeah. And do the work. Yeah. And I mean, even just like, there's so, like you were saying, the, the, the body, the, you know, there's lots of stuff that sometimes surrounds a role. Um, but then even just the misconception that you just kind of rock up and read a few lines and then go home. Woohoo, it's like, mine. You know, that's. <laughs> that's not real like days on set are so long and grueling and you can like immerse yourself into a character and that can sort of take over as well as the stuff that surrounds it so i mean it's yeah it's not just like an in and out job you have to really be ready for everything that it takes it's a big deal yeah what would you say is a commonality that you see with actors uh and finance that also resonates with when you are acting or as you act, Mm. like what's something that you go, Oh, there's that again. Oh, it's for me. It's the same. It's that thing of I'm a creative. Mm. I, I'm not going to earn money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be broke, Mm. but I'm going to do what I love. Do you, do you believe now some artists believe that you need to be a starving artist to be pure? Mm. Do you believe that? No, I think you have to be pure of heart Mm -hmm. and Mm. truly authentic to, you know, bring that forth to your, to your craft. I do. Yeah. I, I think I understand when people say that I understand where they're coming from. I know what they mean, yeah. but I think that it's phrased. Uh, I don't want to say phrased the wrong way, but that's not the, that's not how to look at it. You know, I think where we come from with a similar, um, phrase view, view yeah. exactly is that, um, you know, you have to live a little, 
You have to have life experiences. And I don't necessarily think that that has to be tied to being broke. Right. You know, but you, you just have to be ready to take all that life has and, and experience it, you know? Yeah. I think it's the same across the board, really, with any industry, yeah. is that if you have access to money already, potentially you don't appreciate the journey as much. Right. It doesn't mean you don't have the passion and the love for it. Right. Yeah. But sometimes when you don't have to fight so hard. That's right. Yeah. When you don't feel like you're getting beaten down all the time. The journey is a little... sometimes, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting beaten down again. Yeah, no. Oh, it's another rejection. Love Love it. Right, right. So, well, I was always taught that uh, every rejection is one step closer to the next booking. Oh, 100%. 100%. Really? Yeah, I agree with that. I guess it depends on how you take it. Like if you come out of that feeling beaten down constantly mm-hmm. by rejection, then that energy's going out. Yeah. So you clo- you're more likely to be further away from bringing your dreams to fruition. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But, but if you go, okay, rejection, that's okay because I'm going to learn from that and I'm going to grow and move forward, right. then bam, it's like right, right there for the taking. It's yeah. like how are you going to see failure? Are you going to see it as failure or a lesson? 100%. And, and getting yeah. closer to yeah. your goal, you know? Yeah. Woo-hoo. This is not for faint of heart. Right. No, no definitely it's not. It, it, no. Like you really have to believe in yourself and, yeah. and keep yeah. going. And there's 100%. no quick fix here. No. no. This is longevity. It's a journey, not a destination, yeah, right? exactly. So mm-hmm. you, you have to know that and be ready to walk that path in a solid yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, Lupe, it doesn't, it doesn't mean broke. No. It doesn't mean rich overnight. It doesn't mean broke all the time. Like, you can live your life just, you know. Yeah. Have, can have amazing success with it, whatever yeah. that means as well. Yeah. You know? yeah. So let me ask you this. So I'm going to ask you first. Um, what were the messages you got from your parents about money when you were a kid? Um, money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> I'm not made of money. You have to work really hard to get money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, they're the main ones. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there was a few others. And, you know, that's that's just how what they knew. Right. Not sounding... And did you pass that on to your daughter? Look, I think that I was really conscious of it by mm-hmm. the time I became a mum. Yeah, so I potentially slipped up at times, but I always made a conscious effort to turn that around. Mm-hmm. But I did, I did want her to see that money was an energy and money was mm-hmm. there for you to have with ease. Mm-hmm. And do you still hold on to any of the money beliefs that your parents gave you? even though you were aware that it might not serve you. Yeah, definitely. I do. Yeah. I can see that at times. I'm conscious of it though. And I think that's the difference. It's Mm -hmm. being conscious that I go, oh yeah, like you said, I'm aware of it. So at times, yes, in short. (laughs) And to Neil, so what have you taken away from your mom Mm. um, and and your dad, but your mom's here so we can put her on the spot. Um, (laughs) What would you say... Like the messages that you got, did you really feel it was okay to be a creative and yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent, like she always owned that um you can really achieve anything that you want to, and that was super passed down to me. I was never ever told to do anything else or have a plan B or that I couldn't do whatever I wanted to do. It was always like, here's the world, it's your platter, take it, you know it was. Really great. I think that actually the biggest thing about money that you passed down to me was that it comes and goes. 
it just comes and goes. And I don't like attach that to any sort of bigger, I mean, it just, it comes and goes, you know, and that really goes with anything in life, but yeah. (laughs) Is there anything Mm. regarding finances, abundance or anything that you believe or that you do in a certain way that would be a surprise to your mom? Ooh, interesting. Mm, I want to know. That's a good question. I shop a lot less (laughs) than I think you had the impression of when I was younger. Shopaholic, Um, maybe? Yeah. No, I don't know. In all honesty, like, and this could be a a conscious uh, and avoidance thing um, that I don't think about money that much. Mm. So I, I... I take on the, oh, it comes and goes, like, lesson. But then I think sometimes I take that a little too far and I use that as a way to not think about how I use money, you know? And then I just, it's fine, it comes and goes, right? Like, it's fine, without actually (laughs) manifesting any different type of outcome. Can you just manifest more coming in and less going out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, What... um, and what would you say to both of you, um, what's your biggest expenditure in a month? What do you spend the most money on? In business or in... In general. Is it on the business? Is it for clothes? Food. Is it for food? Uber oh, Eats. rent. Food? Uber Eats. Uber Eats, 100%. Yeah. Well, I mean rent. rent. Yeah. But I mean... But Forgetting food. rent. Food. Okay, okay. Food. Food. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to be. It's, it's not even just the food. It's, it's the delivery. It's the, it's the Uber Eats. <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking you don't cook a lot. I try to. Actually, I invested in... I do those food meal delivery boxes now. Like oh, okay. They, they, don't, try and, they um, deliver the food fresh. So you have to put it you together. Still have you have to, to put cook it in the it, microwave. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no microwave allowed. <laughs> yeah, I just peel the Uber Eats sticker off. Yeah, and then I'm like, look at this. Look at this. Did look, honey. Look what I made yeah. you. It's amazing. <laughs> put it on a dinner plate. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the um, hardest part about working? Working together, working with a family member. Personally, I think we are so similar and that's really cool um, when it works and it's hard (laughs) because, um, you know. You're so wounded. Like we get so wounded because we're so close. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it is personal. To yes, a, even though we know it's business, keep it separate. It gets personal. But we, it is, it's hurt. You know, you feel yeah. a little wounded. Well, and it's like, imagine <laughs> like, you know, it, there's certain things that I'm, you don't like about the way you uh, fight or potentially get a bit uh, tense in business meetings. Why are you looking at me? Make decisions, you know. <laughs> but like, I'm talking about there's certain things that I don't like. And then when I have someone that's so similar to me, you literally to to the person the that raised me, it's a yeah, mirror. It is totally a it's mirror. It's a total mirror. Yeah. And then that becomes really hard because then you're like, well, shit, do I hate her or do I hate myself right now? You know, that right. yeah. started kind of But deep. we do but, have this really cool thing where yeah. we, really quickly turn it around, mm-hmm. if, especially gonna, if we've got to go into something, yeah. filming or yeah. into a meeting or whatever, and we just like, look, I love you. Yeah. Hug me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's still got that. Just shut we'll, up. I love you. Just shut up. Right? Stop. We'll deal with this later. <laughs> so that's cool. But you have an intentional. We definitely, we definitely do. do. Always have. say like, let's. Yep. Put this Definitely. aside yes. and we'll yeah. get back to loving each other yeah. later. And, and yeah. if for some reason we haven't been able to fully let it go, then it starts to show and we're just like, we need to stop. Yeah. 
Yeah, we recognize it. Yeah, I think when we do workshops, it's most important. I mean, we usually have a really beautiful energy going into workshops because it's very exciting for us. Yeah, the business meeting side of it's gone, so it's all just it's all just love then. Yeah, but I also think that sometimes if it's getting you know tense or whatever, then you put that aside move on and then when we focus on our work and when we focus on why we're doing what we're doing Uh that often shifts the energy as well yeah that's right we can move through it energetically even just by looking at each other yeah because our business isn't about us we don't do it for us that's right to help people so that putting that energy out helps but yeah Teresa, what's the um what's the most rewarding part about working with your daughter oh working with my daughter Mm -hmm. that's kind of it in a way you know like i I'm so incredibly proud of her mm-hmm. and because she is such a beautiful reflection then I get to see the beautiful things in her and that's a nice reflection. I think she just likes all the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is Leo mum. Hello. Yeah. Um yeah just the connection that we have and being able to really feel that together mm. because we definitely know that people feel that yeah. when yeah. we're, when we're our hearts are full and open together, that goes out to the world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When, um, do you remember the first time you got a big check, um, from acting or performing or doing what you love? Do you remember getting the first big check and thinking this is a big check? I remember getting a check. <laughs> Um, but it was regardless of the amount, okay. it was amazing because you were getting paid versus for what I love. Right. Volunteer yes, communities. you can't ex- right. you can't you can't put that into like the feeling is incredible. Right. Yeah, you I know, mine. it was um, Billy Elliot the musical, and yeah. that was incredible. I mean, I was like twelve, so that was. I mean, oh wow, the concept yeah. at that point was a lot. I mean, it was just was completely different. And we used that money to get um, my first O1 visa and move to the US for the first time. So that, yeah, was, that was so great. awesome. Yeah, mm. that was incredible. What was the uh, best financial advice you ever got? This is both of you. Well, the first thing that came up, and I'm going to go with that, is take 10% and put it away for yourself. But also came up 10% give to charity. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool. And, do you, and and are you pretty good about sticking to that? No. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's, why why I laughed. That's why I laughed after I said it because I was thinking about, yeah, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, but it's, it sounds really good. Yeah, That's I aspire great. to that. Okay. All right. That's good. Something to, to work towards. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, my best financial advice um, I'm just going to go back to like, it comes and goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think about that all the time. It really helps when money feels stressful or when, you know, you spend that last cent on your rent check. Um, because it does come and go like, and if you just own that, then it always just kind of falls into place. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That was, that was actually another, another thing someone told, taught me, um, a really dear friend of mine actually taught me that, um, it's all just energy. It's right. all right. just like, yeah. You know, and how you treat it, mm-hmm. the energy you give it is what you get back. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are do you? What would you? Do you have any um, financial worries? What would be your top financial worry? Even though you know it comes and goes. Yeah, my top financial worry, I think at the moment is that I'm not going to have enough to be mm. able to stop working and travel and mm. really live more of my life, mm. like a life 
apart from work. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And yeah. do you know how much is enough? Because <laughs> um, like is it two million dollars? Is it a million dollars? Is it fifty thousand? Look, I'm actually really, really, really good with money. So mm-hmm. I, it, in regards to you know robbing Peter to pay Paul. Right. <laughs> so if I could easily say two million, and I know that I would make that go a long way. Right. Yeah. Are you going to take it from Peter? I don't know. There might be half and half in this case. Um, was that a question for both of us? Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. Is that, a, is that a comment you know? Do you use that in America? You're going to rob Peter to pay Paul? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, just, All right. Yeah, no, that's, you know, yeah. Paul's always happy, but Peter, yeah, yeah, I feel Peter, like that's like, the yeah, short end. It depends on you know how it doesn't feel so good. Um, <laughs> biggest, biggest financial worry. Um, mine is actually that I won't have enough to buy her a house and so that she can, mm-hmm. oh, you know, hmm. my heart. do the nice little tie the bow on life type oh, thing. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. You will, babe. You will. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. yeah, you absolutely will. How often do you talk about finances with other people? Actually, not very often. Not, not very, very often. often. No. Mm-hmm. Not very often. I did have a refreshing conversation, though. We had a couple of friends over um, at our apartment, and we're standing in the kitchen, and I think the conversation came up around that uh, our friend had gotten a new job. And... Anyway, fast forward, she was talking about how she got this new app where she can learn about investments and it's actually targeted at women because statistically we don't take power in investing and things like that and Mm -hmm. we don't have the education on it. Anyway, and she kind of said, like, I feel like we should talk about money more. Like, you know, it's it's seen as so taboo and I think that I'd be much more open to talking about money if there wasn't that social taboo on it, you know, it's yeah. kind of everybody gets really awkward. I stay really sudden. private with it because, oh, this is interesting. This is coming up. I think there's an element of shame around not making enough money. 100%. You know, so it's like if I talk about it, I've got to like, you know, yeah, I've got to own that myself, but also right. like people then know my business. Right. Right. You right. know? And if people know your business, what might happen? I feel like they wouldn't. Trust. They might, well, like and if, they may judge, but that judge, you know, oh, well, they're not doing well. It can't be a good business if they're not making money. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, even though the whole concept of non-for-profit is like, I mean, not that we a thing. are registered as that, but we are, you know, we don't focus on the profit. We're focusing on helping people. You know, I said that a bunch of times, but yeah. that's where it comes from. So that should really be... We know that that judgment needs to be, and we know that we can, we can, and we will, we will, we are being able to reach out financial abundance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, Tanil, did you have a an allowance when you were growing up? Yes, uh, from memory. I mean, I will straight up say that I was spoiled. Like, I'm going to own it, but but not. I sort of got that. I mean, I think that you didn't really have to say it, but it's good to name it. (laughs) Well, see, they can't see me. Spoiled with love. um, No, definitely just just spoiled in the way of like, you know, it was just me and her and I know that um, she just wanted to give me absolutely everything that she could. Um, uh, But I do remember I had a chore-based allowance. So like if I made my bed, that was like, I don't know, 20 cents. If I (laughs) vacuumed, I maybe got 75 cents. I don't know. I don't remember the exact amount, but it was definitely chore-based allowances. See, that's so cool because in my house, if we didn't make the bed, we got hit. We didn't didn't actually get a dollar. Uh, (laughs) 
And uh, I think, I mean, we did have chore, like we did have an allowance, but it was mostly IOU. Like they had a a notes payable. Uh, I don't think I ever collected my allowance. Uh, Actually, I'm going to write that off. (laughs) And what about you? Did you have an allowance? I actually did. um, But I think it was like... A cent. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the 1800s back then. Yeah, 1800s, so like, you know, yeah. Black and white days. Yeah. Um, yes, and I don't remember when it started. I don't – whether it were. I was really young. I don't think so. I think when I was potentially 10 or something. You okay. Know? Um, yeah, it was chore-based. And what made you decide to give your daughter an allowance? Because it works. Okay. <laughs> it but works. And it's also yeah. – I feel like it plants the seed of um, – a couple of things. One is, yes, there's that seed of when you do things, when you action things and work, there is rewards mm-hmm. and the re- rewards are positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, it also taught me about it, sacrifice, right? Like I can sacrifice money if I don't want to clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how you much, didn't. How much do you need it? <laughs> you you know? didn't. How much do you need <laughs> that 20 cents, Neil? And it teaches – the other thing is it taught uh, gr- gratitude. Gratitude. Yes, yeah. 100%, 100%. Yeah. Did you save your allowance or did you spend it the minute you got it? I don't remember saving She saved it. it. Did I? Yeah, you saved. You were oh, a good saver. I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know yeah, what happened either. Yeah, your piggy bank. You're like, you, they're always like overflowing. Yeah, right. And then we took I them to the bank. Probably need to get another <laughs> piggy bank then, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> I think I... Just realized it's called a bank account when you're well, an adult. Yeah, I just yeah, not a piggy. Although well, probably, some people still have piggy banks. I think it works better. Works better. Yeah, probably yeah, would. Yeah. Then you could at least see it. You can see yeah, it, and true. you're you actually lift it doing up and it, it has yourself. Weight to it. That's yeah, exactly putting it. a little, yeah. little little coin in the little slot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. This question is for both of you. Um, do you own your car? Yes. And how did you decide to buy your current car? <laughs> But why did you like? Why did you pick the car you picked? Oh, that! Why didn't lead with that? <laughs> now she's just giving away Edit. his secret. Oh, go ahead. No, no I picked the car. Well, budget wise, budget. Also, I had owned that car before, and I loved it, and it was really, um, you know, trustworthy car. So I thought this is good, and I'm gonna. And it looked good, and I wanted black, and it was in the shop, and yay, yay, it felt good. It was all there. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and then. Um, have you paid it off? Yes. And is that a nice feeling, not having a monthly payment? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have a monthly payment on this car. Oh, okay. I ha- I've had it many, many times in the okay, past, so. but not on this one. No. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> We've touched a nerve. Uh, <laughs> no. What about you, Tanil? Do you have a? I don't have a car. We share the you car share? in Australia, actually. Um, I've had cars in the past mm-hmm. back in LA when mm-hmm. I was here, but mm-hmm. not at home. Yeah. And in Sydney, is mm-hmm. that, um, is having a car a status symbol or like in LA, they say you are what you drive right? and it makes a big deal. Right. I don't actually think that it's the case. As not much so much. I mean, there's definitely that, Oh, you know, you see a nice car and yeah. you know, there's a thought that goes with that, but I don't think it's that so much. Yeah. Not really. No. I mean, I, in Sydney, particularly, Public transport is quite good. Yeah. It's not like I get the car LA thing because you kind of have to yeah, drive definitely. here to get around. I, I mean, quality of life just goes up immensely when you do drive here. In Sydney, it's sort of like quality of life is sort of uh, similar yeah. if you 
do or don't have a car. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know um, the minimal amount of money um, that you need each month to keep your life afloat? Uh, yes, I should maybe revisit my budget. I do this like, I do this like it comes, it goes. Yeah. I don't know, right? Yeah. Like, I just live. <laughs> <laughs> I probably need to set more intentions around that stuff. Um, yeah, I have a rough idea. You have a rough idea. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I have a, I have a good, pretty good idea. Yeah. And do you, um, do a lot of months cause I know we're in acting and performing. Mm. Uh, are there some months that there's more month than money? Or mm-hmm. is it mostly there's always just lots more money than month? No, it's a, definitely a mix. Yeah. It's definitely 100%. Yeah. Especially in our, uh, the businesses that we have at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me sometimes it's a bit of um, sacrificing in order, to, I mean always, to make sure that there is more money than month or an even amount of money in month. Right. Um, you know, because I do like acting, singing, dancing, doing all of that. Like ideally, I would, you know, be doing 500 classes a week and all of that. So there's some stuff that I say, okay, let's, what was the saying? Rob yeah. Peter to pay Paul. Rob, yeah, it had that yeah. one. In order to make sure we're <laughs> even. And when you know that the month is tight. Yeah. Um, how And I, I'm, this is assumption here because yeah. I would probably panic. Um, <laughs> how would you, um, like, how do you emotionally get you through get yourself through saying you know what it's It's i know that there's i just put my last dime to rent mm -hmm. um oh my gosh uh, i've got to put you know petro i don't know if you call it petro (laughs) petrol petrol um like do you like how do you how do you bridge the gap yeah so um i think i'm answering what you asked so Feel free to like pull me back on track if you need to, Bob. But years ago, I would just cry. Right. And just like, how, what am I going to do? How am I going to cope with this? However, it would always work itself out. And Mm -hmm. as that went on and on and on, I learned to let go and let go and let go. Mm -hmm. And it always worked out and it always does. I'm always taken care of. Mm -hmm. When the month is tight, I take a breath, I let go, and I trust that. I'll be taken care of. And it happens without a doubt. I still at times have a little more, like sometimes the the energy that I feel, the fear I fear, mm-hmm. feel is more than other times. Um, and I guess, you know, that's just, I've got to assess that in that moment. But I really just try and let it go and trust that it's going to be taken care of. Cool. I think that I really like assess... Um well, you in those moments, I I just try to find gratitude as much as possible, and I also mean that in the way of like, well, I'm like I live a very privileged life. Let's say, like shit absolutely hits the fan, and I just like you said, a uh, last dime. What do I do? Mm. I, like I'm privileged enough to be able to go out and and source different work because we live in a world where that is you know yeah you hustle you? you hustle you just yeah. you hustle and i i'm not saying that that's easy but i think that you have to it's just life yeah. and you go okay well i'm lucky enough to be able to hustle yeah right. so if that's and what have has options. to happen yeah. then that's what has to happen yeah, yeah totally cool. all right Therese, this is for you uh what advice would have helped you if you'd known it when you were younger Oh, man. We're coming to the close of the podcast, Bob. It's like we need time on that. Um, Ooh. In regards to money? 
Yeah, or just life choice, life success. Is there something that, wow, I wished I had known that when I was 18 or... Just to... Um, uh, I want to say, like, what's coming up is just to say, just to let go and let be. Mm-hmm. You know, just to really... If I knew that when I was younger, that it's it's going to be okay and it's okay for me to live my passion and it's okay for me to make the choices I'm making mm-hmm. and... I think that would have, yeah, taken a lot of edge off as a younger person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually think that it's not necessarily um, – how do I put this? It's not necessarily that I feel like I would have heard something that I didn't hear that would have helped – I think it's that I heard a lot of great things. Like I, I was raised really yeah. positively and um, with, you know, I have quite a similar, like I haven't changed too much in the way I view the world. The difference is that I was told the same stuff then, you know, when I was younger as I'm told now and tell myself. It's just that only now is it sinking in. Right. Only now am I in a place in life where I'm actually able to receive it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what it is. Yeah, I, I, get, I actually yeah, think totally that no matter whether that. I was told more, more often, it wouldn't have mattered because it's just sinking in now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Speaking of joy of teaching workshops, mm-hmm. uh, I had the privilege of co-hosting an abundance and <gasps> energy workshop yes. with several of your Australian yeah. actors. It amazing. amazing. It was so incredible. Yeah. It was really... So many beautiful breakthroughs and... It was very interesting. Lessons, wow. Yeah. Yeah. The little, like, exercises uh, that I would have never thought about um, and realizations. Yeah, I was just about to say, it stopped me in my tracks. And I saw it with the other actors as well. Like, they just, like, really, you can see that realization of, wow, this is how I... This is how I treat money, money or yeah. view it, or this is how my body's showing it, even, yeah. you know? Yeah, I was really surprised about the one with the currency where I had the, yes. the Chinese money and the oh, Australian yeah, where everyone, money. Yeah, and the, right. Totally. Yeah. That was and crazy. It was so interesting to see yeah. how. Um, yeah. I don't remember if it was you that placed value on the yes, American $5, but not the $1. I really thought that uh, it was a, like, like a numbers monetary view that I had. Um, but it was, I felt very differently about the Australian money and the American money. And that obviously tied into how differently I live my life, whether I'm in Australia or America. Where it was you, so yeah, interesting. Wow. It was yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Well, it was, I mean, for me, I love doing these workshops um, because for me, the whole reason I got into this and the money nerve mm-hmm. and all that stuff was because so many of my, actor friends and my comic friends and all yeah. that. Yeah. Um, there's such a shame around money. Yeah. Right. And I realized I had my own shame around money and my own beliefs yeah. uh, about not doing it right, not getting the download. Mm-hmm. And so when I can see what feels very palatable um, realizations in, in the work, even in that it was only like four or five hours. Yeah. Yeah. Together, yeah. And yeah. then to see people like open what, up, what get they did in that time though. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. really cool. Literally I, like in just a short amount of time, like these complete opening of doors and like, yeah. Oh, there's that fear. But I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. The one in the body go really got that. that really, like I actually cried in that one yeah. Yeah. because like when you, aren't aware that you're carrying yourself how you view money when you hear about certain Mm. things or when you're handling money. Like that just, that blew me away. Yeah. Very, very cool. 
Can I actually add something in real quick? You asked me earlier Mm. what mum taught me about money. And one thing that she always taught me, just the one, she only ever taught me one thing. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, One thing was to um, always organize my money. Oh, yeah. The wallet thing too, The wallet thing, when you put it into your wallet. So always have it from lowest denomination to highest. They're all facing the exact same same way. way. Everything's exactly the same so that you respect it when you're handling it. And when you put it away, that it's about the respect energy that you're giving to it. So that it comes back to you. Yeah, I love that. I do yeah. that. Yeah, I had no idea that that's why. I just do it because it's easier to count. Because right. I'm like trying <laughs> to figure out if I need another visit. I'm like, oh, I like I lots mean, of those. Too. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That's the energy you're giving it. But yeah. that is that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I definitely respect money. Yeah. and appreciate it. So with the workshops, Bob, like if Tanil and I wanted to work with you um, mm-hmm. as partners in business, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Can we do that with you? Like, is absolutely yeah, help us? Absolutely, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to fly out to Australia. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you work some workshops. Amazing. Yeah, I'd be absolutely happy to even just help you with some uh, some guidelines and some exercises right. cool. um, to sort of get that going. Because yeah. I do have a lot of really, I think, a lot of cool exercises. Definitely um, do. Yeah, but I feel like they're just to be used. So they're not like, Oh, yeah. these are mine and I, and nobody else can use them. No, so I'd, I'd be yeah. happy to, yeah. to yeah. share some of that with you. Well, cause I mean, the exercises were so great at the workshop that you hosted with yeah. us and the talent. And it, for me, it was really just a taster, you know, yeah. like it was really just like, okay, but now you've opened all these doors and get more of those resources to actually shift, change the way that you view it. Yeah. It's listen, I, I do one, workshop where it's 10 weeks um three hours a night for 10 weeks and so we really get to explore and have the week to really observe and then i do a lot of two-day workshops but i can tell you by the end of the weekend people are like oh my (laughs) wasted i can imagine i'm burnt yeah well you know we should get you out to australia and get get a bunch of creatives in the room performing artists because I mean, that's obviously what we've been talking about. We do, you know, we help them view things in life differently so they can bring their dreams to life. So, hey, if you're up for that, we'd we'd love to have you down under. I'm in. I'd (laughs) love to go down under. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's not open that door. No No pun intended. What? The back door? Yeah. I love it. I'm sorry. You set it up. Set it up. Set it up. Set it up. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, we're getting to the close, so I have my big closing question for the Drum roll. Drum roll. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to go to Tanil first. Okay. Um, What is it exactly that you're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. in this one life that you have? Mm. And how does money play a role in that? Shit, Bob. <laughs> I thought the last question was a big question. Oh, that's okay. big. What am I trying to accomplish in this life? Mm-hmm. And how does money play into that? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, like, I'm straight up trying to change the world. Cool. And I super acknowledge that I need money to do that. Need, mm, take that with a grain of salt. There's a lot of things I could do without money. But the reality of the world we live in is the impact I can have on a really large scale with a lot of money, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's, there's a lot that I could, that I could do. Um, yeah, I just want to change the world and that money would help that. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And that's, and I just want to say, you know, I love that you own that because I think a lot of people, 
secretly want to change the world mm-hmm. and yeah. um, have a fear of being judged or it being silly yeah. or it being ridiculous. And like, for me, I, I love when people say, yeah, I do want to change the world because mm-hmm. to me, that's a great thing. Yeah. So um, I'm, it's nice that you just claim own it, it. Own, yeah, it. own it. All right. Ms. Teresa, what about you? It's this. It's the same. She nailed it. Like what she said, really. Ditto, like I, ditto, ditto, ditto. <laughs> it's like ultimately, you know, really connect with self to take that out to the world mm-hmm. to make change, to change the world, to serve. Because when you feel what you feel when you're helping others, mm-hmm. that's all you could ever want for anyone else mm-hmm. is to have that beautiful internal feeling mm-hmm. so you can go forth in life feeling really great about yourself and this, you know, journey we do call this life, you know. We call it. Yeah. Well, it's so, I mean, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm really, I'm hearing a lot of things. I'm hearing um, passion, like yep. follow your passion. Yeah. Um, trust. Like just go with the flow and trust that it's going to be there. Even though we sometimes get caught up in our fears, it's temporary. And that if we really just like. Yeah. Really let go. Let go. (laughs) It's going to flow. And it sounds like there's a lot of consciousness, consciousness, intentionality. Yes. That's a great word. Um, Yes. There's like that you're, and it's, and it's also about service um, Mm -hmm. and trying to leave um, a footprint footprint, that's positive In a way that that yeah, people really benefit. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, definitely. That's it. That, now that's that, it. In a yeah. nutshell, yeah, really. Cool. <laughs> that's it. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, this it's been so awesome to have you here, and I hope you make oh, it back I'm to the states so at some point. So grateful that yeah. you had us on. Thank, Thank you, you yeah. so much. It's I'm looking so forward, much fun. I'm looking forward to getting to Australia at some point. Yes, so please do. I'll hit you up. Yes, I'll hit you up. Well, you have. We'll take care of you. All right. Yeah. So, where can people find you on social media? Well, um, our our Instagram is at the performers path. The performers path. Yeah. <laughs> nice Global. accent. Yeah. Uh, the website www.theperformerspath.com. Yep. And Facebook is just the performers path. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll have people check reach you out. out. Yeah, come, come out. reach out. Let us help you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, don't forget to share the laughs. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for Money You Should Ask, all one word. And if you have a question you would like to ask one of our future guests, you can visit www.moneyyoushouldask.com and click the record a question button. Um, and it's sort of cool. It's this little thing. That's so, awesome. So check out our website. Um, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. For more stories, Ooh. podcast episodes, financial tools, and upcoming seminars, be sure to check out themoneynerve.com. Yay. Yay. Until next time. Thank so you. So awesome. Thank you. <laughs>